قل سے انادرو شل وی کال اپان مندون اللہ بسائد اللہ میں فرونا ڈز ناٹ بینیفٹ اس ولا اینڈ ناٹ یا درونا اٹ ہارمز اس ٹیل دا مشرقین دیٹ یو آر آسکنگ اس ٹو ورشپ دوز ہو کین ناٹ بینیفٹ اس ہو کین ناٹ ایون ہارم اس دا مشرقین دے کیم اپ ٹو سم مسلمس اینڈ دیڈ فالو آور ویز کم وتھ اس ڈونٹ لسن ٹو دس میڈ مین ڈونٹ لسن ٹو محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم Instead, follow our ways. Look at us. There's so many of us. Life is so good for us. You, know, you have that freedom. And if you follow the way of the Prophet ﷺ, then you, you know, your life gets very difficult. You're going to be opposed, oppressed. So why are you bringing this difficulty upon yourself? Leave him. Follow our ways. This is just like sometimes we are told that if you're in Canada, your husband cannot... force you to put something on your head you know so feel free to remove that veil and to tell you in a very caring way has it happened to you yeah i recently took my citizenship test right and there was a question that in canada it was something like that and it was also in the practice test that i found that a husband may force his wife to lower her gaze or something like that. It was so stereotypical, so stereotypical. But I was amazed that how people out of their kindness and affection towards you, you know, sometimes they tell you these things that it's okay if you don't follow your religion. Nobody can say anything to you over here. So feel free. Feel free. This is something that happened at the time of the Prophet ﷺ and it happens today as well. And sometimes it's your friends. Right? Sometimes it's your friends or people who are very close to you and tell you, why are you making your weekend so hard upon you? You don't have to know the meaning of the Qur'an. You know, chill, relax, you're young. You're just in high school. You're just in university. Just a few years to enjoy and then once you're married and you have children, life is so difficult. Take it easy. So sometimes people come to you as sincere well-wishers. And they tell you, stop what you're doing. Take it easy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, tell them that are you asking us to worship those who don't benefit us, who don't harm us? You want us to worship these idols who cannot do any good to us, who cannot inflict any harm upon us. And if we do worship these idols, then وَنُرَدُّ And we shall be turned back عَلَىٰ أَعْقَابِنَا Upon our heels. نُرَدُّ عَلَىٰ أَعْقَابِنَا What does it mean? أَعْقَاب is the plural of عَقِب. Turn back on heels. What does it mean? That a person is standing one way. Watch. Okay? And he goes like this. What does it mean? completely abandons what he's doing and reverses to what he was doing before. Like for example, a person is a drug addict. Okay? He goes through rehab, leaves everything. And then what happens? After some time, relapse. He goes back to those same drugs, back to that same addiction. Okay? So, نُرَدُّ عَلَىٰ أَعْقَابِنَا If we're doing shirk, then we're going backwards. We're not improving, we're going backwards. بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَانَ اللَّهِ After Allah has guided us. Allah took us out of that darkness, gave us this hidayah, and you're telling us to worship idols who don't benefit, don't harm. There's no 
use in worshipping these idols. In fact, it's only detrimental to us. So why should we do that? كَالَّذِي like the one who إِسْتَهْوَتْهُ الشَّيَاطِينَ Whom the devils have enticed. إِسْتَهْوَتْهُ It has tempted him. It has enticed him. It has led him astray. Who? الشَّيَاطِينَ The devils. فِي الْأَرْضِ In the land. Now the Arabs, when they would travel, obviously they would travel through deserts. Okay? And deserts, what are they? Empty, barren places. Silent. Scary. Alright? And such places are many times you know, occupied by shayateen, by the devils, by the jinn. So if a person would be traveling, sometimes he's walking, he would hear certain voices calling him. That, hey, so-and-so, come this way. Come this way. So it would happen that he would forget everything that he was doing and he would start to follow that voice. That who is this person calling me? And as he would do so, all of a sudden, you know, there would be like a ditch or something or like a steep hill or something and he wouldn't realize that he would fall and he would die. So this was basically shayateen leading a person astray, leading him to his destruction. Okay? This is an example that is being given over here. So this is why they knew that if you hear a strange voice calling you from nowhere, then don't answer. Don't answer that call. Don't go in that direction. Just ignore and keep walking your way. I've heard such scary stories as well. Of certain people who when they would be uh, walking then certain voices like literally calling them. So they would ignore, ignore, ignore. So as long as you ignore, you're fine. But once you respond and you start following, then that's it. Then the shayateen lead you into your destruction. Right? So Allah says over here, كَالَّذِي إِسْتَهْوَتُ الشَّيَاطِينَ So إِسْتَهْوَتُ الشَّيَاطِينَ Someone who has been tempted by the shayateen, meaning led astray by the devils. He was going his way, and the shayateen distracted him, led him astray, فِي الْأَرْضِ In the land. حَيْرَان حَيْرَان Confused. Perplexed. حَيْرَان is from the root letters حَيَرَا Someone who is confused. Now imagine a person who is hearing voices. Somebody's telling him, hey, this way, I'm on your right. So he starts walking towards his right, and he's looking, looking. And all of a sudden he hears a voice from his left, so he changes direction, goes towards his left. And then he hears a voice again from in front of him, so he starts walking in that direction. Constantly changing directions, randomly walking here and there. If you are watching a person walking in this way, what would you say? What would you say? Crazy. What is he doing? He's confused. If a person turns right, and then he turns left, and then he goes back, and then he goes forward, and then he reverses, and then he goes ahead. I mean, you'd say, what's wrong with you? Hayran, confused. He doesn't know what he's doing. So just like that, such a person would be hayran. Lahu ashabun, for him are companions who are yad'oonahu, who are calling him ilal huda to guidance. Eitina, come to us. His friends are telling him, come this way, where are you going? Why are you walking towards that steep you know, fall? Why are you walking towards that cliff? Turn back, come here. We're supposed to be traveling east. Why are you going that way? And he's like, no, no, I can hear somebody calling me from there. I know somebody's there calling me. I have to go in that direction. So he doesn't respond to his friends. He doesn't listen to them. Instead, he goes towards his own destruction. This is the example of who? 
The one who does shirk. Because previously what is mentioned? That are you telling us to worship those who don't benefit us, don't harm us? And if we do so, it would be a big relapse. Right? We're going back into ignorance. Like someone whom shayateen have led astray, so he's confused in the land, walking here, walking there, going in circles. He doesn't know what he's doing. His friends are calling him, come to this way, this is what we're supposed to be doing. But he doesn't listen. And he destroys himself at the end. This is the state of someone who leaves guidance, who leaves the straight path. Then he tries one thing after the other. He pursues one thing after the other until eventually he meets the fire of hell. Even though people are there explaining to him that look, what you're doing is not right. This is the truth. Leave it. Come this way. But he doesn't listen. Allah says, قُلْ say, إِنَّ indeed هُدَ اللَّهِ Guidance of Allah هُوَ huda. That is the guidance. Meaning the guidance that Allah has sent. That is true guidance. That is the truth. That is what you should be following. Not what people are calling you towards. Because think about it, in this world, there are so many people who are calling you towards themselves. Every person claims they're right, and they're inviting you. They're calling you. Follow our ways. Join us. But what is right and what is wrong? What should you do? What do we learn over here? That the guidance that Allah has given, that is what we should follow. So anything that contradicts the book of Allah, that is not worth following. If you follow that, you'll hurt yourself. If you follow that, you'll destroy yourself. If you want to remain guided, if you want to remain safe and secure in this dunya and akhirah, then you have to follow the guidance of Allah. قُلْ إِنَّهُ اللَّهِ هُوَ الْهُدَى And many times it happens that a person is, you know, perfectly fine going to the masjid, and then all of a sudden somebody talks to them and they get brainwashed. And they start doing these strange things. They start doing these strange things, and the family is so concerned that what is wrong with them? What happened to them? How come they've become so different? How come they've changed? Because they left the hidayah of Allah. They heard, they responded to somebody else's call. They responded to somebody else's call. And when we see that all of a sudden someone becomes an extremist, you know, extremist in the sense that violent in their behavior and very negative in their thinking, it shows that there is a problem. This is not normal. When does this happen? When a person responds to the call of other than Allah. How do you know that if somebody is calling you towards something that is right or wrong, check. Are they calling you to Allah? Are they connecting you with Allah? What they're calling you to, if you do that, will it strengthen your iman? Or will it fulfill some other objective of some organization, some ideology, some whatever, check. Because many times it happens that we end up in this confusion. That so-and-so masjid, you know, so-and-so organization, they say, everybody's wrong. You shouldn't listen to any shaykh, you know, any scholar of this organization, that organization, that organization. Who do we listen to? Check, what are they calling you towards? Are they calling you towards claiming that you are absolutely right and everybody else is kafir and everybody else is dal, mudil, big, big words. If such is the case, they're not calling you towards the truth. They're calling you towards 
a person, an ideology, and that is not worth responding to. If you follow that, you'll hurt yourself. You'll harm yourself. Because many times it happens that people, they study the Qur'an and Sunnah. I've seen many sisters, they go through the Ta'alim quran course, and what happens? They get influenced by a certain thinking, by you know certain ideologies. And they say, you shouldn't listen to Al-Maghrib scholars, and you shouldn't listen to Al-Qawzir scholars, and you shouldn't listen to any of these people. They're just wrong. They are misguided. They do magic. Really? You don't know the difference between magic and a trick? Are you that naive? I mean, there are videos up there that claim that certain shuyu, certain ulama, they perform magic. And if you watch those videos, it's not magic. It's just a trick. Just something to enjoy. A trick. You really can't tell the difference between what magic is and what tricks are. And based on that, you say that they have committed kufr. And based on that, you said that you're not supposed to listen to them ever. I'm amazed sometimes at the kind of words people use with the shuyukh, with people who are knowledgeable. To be very careful. People who are extremists don't get influenced by them. And by extremists, I mean people who say, everyone's kafir, but people who go to my masjid. We are right. Everyone's kafir, except for those who call themselves salafi. The Prophet ﷺ called himself a Salafi. Did he? No. Yes, we follow the ways of the Salaf. We have respect for them. But it doesn't mean that if so-and-so scholar doesn't promote a certain ideology, they are misguided. What is the right guidance? Guidance of Allah. إِنَّهُ دَاللَّهِ هُوَ الْهُدَى That is the right guidance. And what is the guidance of Allah? The book of Allah. The sunnah of His Messenger. So, at the end of the day, if a certain person is teaching you the book, is teaching you the sunnah, then accept it. And yes, you can have differences. Big differences. But it doesn't mean that you completely cancel them off just because you differ from them in one opinion, in one matter. You would be amazed. There are scholars who are working in the same organization, but they differ in their opinions. They differ in their opinions. And that's completely normal. But just because you differ in one opinion, doesn't mean that you say, don't listen to him ever again. Don't talk about him ever again. Don't read his book. Don't mention his name. Don't promote their class. No. إِنَّهُ دَاللَّهِ هُوَ الْهُدَى If someone is promoting the Qur'an and Sunnah, we welcome that. We will respond to that call. But if someone is promoting an individual, if someone is promoting you know, a particular ideology, then no. We don't welcome that. In the sciences or um, other courses, we accept that there's difference of opinion. We say that they have their own theory and they're following that. But when it comes to deen, then we totally forget. We have a different idea of what a scholar is. They have their own studies, so they have their own opinion. They have different type of knowledge. So we have to accept that and you yes. know, move on. Yeah, move on. And don't just stay stuck over there. You know, some people, you'll be amazed, some websites you'll find, refutation of so-and-so, refutation of so-and-so. And I was going through their lists. Who is not here? Who is not here? I don't think there's any scholar that's missing from that list at least scholars that we know of in the Western world. 
every person is on that list. Refute it, refute it, refute it. Yes, what are you trying to prove? Everybody's evil and you're so holy? Really? Yes. 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 There are many scholars about whom people will say, don't listen to him, don't listen to him, don't listen to him. And people say, don't go to Al-Huda. You'll become like this. They'll brainwash you. Never take their course. So always use your mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you with. And check, what is this person talking about? What is this course promoting? If it's promoting the teachings of the Qur'an and Sunnah, I welcome that. Will I disagree with them over some things? Of course. But will I still have respect for them? Yes. A YouTube video where, there was a YouTube video where somebody was being refuted. And they said that, um, they're listing all their proofs, saying that this scholar said that we can't listen to this person, this scholar, this scholar, this scholar, this scholar. And then after, um, my Quran teacher told us, but you know, half the people that they just use as references, a couple of years later, they refuted them too. Yes. So it's like a self-eating machine. Like when you're refuting people, and then next thing you know, you're the one being refuted. Yes. So be careful about the words that we use. You want to say something? I was in a fit course, and uh, we were just learning about the different opinions in the different schools of thought, and you learn that, like... If, for example, Imam Malik had an opinion, his followers and his students had a different opinion. And that's perfectly acceptable because even though they all studied the same material, but people have different opinions even within scholars, and that's perfectly acceptable within even one school. Yes. And you may have understood something differently. They may have understood something differently. Perhaps they said something accidentally. Human beings you know, are prone to making errors. A scholar may have said something, person who is acknowledged, they may have said something by accident, unintentionally, and you're just highlighting their mistakes and you say refutation of so and so, that they are not upon the right guidance, so do not ever, ever listen to them. Do not ever go to their organization. It doesn't make sense. So this kind of extremism is not correct. So be careful about who you follow who you get influenced by. Remember, anyone that you listen to should be someone who is calling to the Qur'an and Sunnah. And if they're calling to something else, be on guard. I feel like this verse is really, um, especially with the beginning statement where should we believe in those who can't benefit us or harm us, it's really just a very questioning aspect of it where why would we do something so stupid? You really, it's sort of take a step back and think about it before you just blindly do something, like pinpointing little mistakes, little things. Take a step back, look at the bigger picture, because there's more to it than just one little thing. Yes, look at the bigger picture. Someone said something, you disagree with it. But look at the bigger picture. As a whole, aren't they spreading khair? Aren't they spreading so much awareness? Aren't they teaching so many people so many good things? And if you say, no, they're absolutely evil because of this one statement that they said, then you are depriving yourself. So use the aql that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to you. And remember the criteria of guidance. إِنَّ هُدَى اللَّهِ هُوَ الْهُدَى وَأُمِرْنَا And we have been commanded لِنُسْلِمَ That we submit لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ To the Lord of the worlds. Not to an ideology, to a group, 
to an imam, to a scholar. No. We have been commanded to submit to the Lord of the worlds. So as long as a person remembers this, he will remain on guidance. He will not get confused. And once a person forgets this, then he'll be confused. He'll, say, he'll be like, so who is right? Should I go over this class or not? But so and so said you shouldn't take these classes. What should I do? I'm so confused. No, you won't be confused if you remember this criteria. إِنَّهُ دَاللَّهِ هُوَ الْهُدَى وَأَنْ أَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ And that you establish the prayer. Meaning this is what we have been commanded to do. So if somebody is teaching us the method of prayer, the meaning of prayer, what's the big deal? وَاتَّقُوهُ And fear Him. This is what we've been commanded to do. وَهُوَ الَّذِي And He is the one who إِلَيْهِ to Him تُحْشَرُونَ You all will be gathered. So remember that you all will be gathered to Him. So if you don't submit now, tomorrow you have to submit. وَهُوَ And He is الَّذِي The one who خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ Who created the heavens and the earth. بِالْحَقْ With the truth. Meaning it is truly He who created the heavens and the earth. There is a reason why He created all of this. وَيَوْمَ And on day, يَقُولُ He will say, كُنْ بِي فَيَكُونُ So it shall be. There will be a day when He will say, كُنْ فَيَكُونُ He will say, be, and it will happen. This is referring to the day of judgment. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, قُومُ That everybody rise, and everyone shall rise. قَوْلُهُ الْحَقْ His statement is the truth, meaning it will come into effect. When Allah will command the resurrection to begin, the day of judgment to begin, then it will come into effect. وَلَهُ And for Him alone is الْمُلْكُ The dominion. When yawma on day yunfahu fisur it will be blown in the trumpet. Meaning the day that the trumpet will be blown, only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be Malik. Only Allah will be in power. Yawma yunfahu fisur. A sur from the root letter sad wa horn, trumpet. When the horn will be blown by who? By Israfil. At the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What will happen? Everyone will die. And when everyone will die, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, in Surah Ghafir, ayah 16, we learn, لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ To whom does sovereignty belong to this day? Who is in power today? Who will respond? Who will reply? Nobody, because everyone's dead. Everyone will be dead. Even the angels and the prophets and the kings. Everyone will be dead. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be there because He is Al-Hayy Al-Qayyum. He will ask, لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ No one will respond and Allah will say, لِلَّهِ الْوَاحِدِ الْقَهَارِ To Allah, the one, the prevailing. So to Him, dominion will belong, power will belong on the day that the trumpet will be blown. عَالِمُ الْغَيْبِ shahada. He is the knower of the unseen and the witnessed. Meaning everything that's hidden from people and everything that's in front of people that they can see, who knows about it all? Allah alone. وَهُوَ الْحَكِيمُ الْخَبِيرُ And He is the wise, the acquainted, the one who is aware. The Prophet ﷺ said, How can I relax when the bearer of the sur, of the trumpet, has put the sur to his lips and he has tilted his forehead, listening and waiting for the command to blow it. The angel Israfil has the bugle where? Fixed on his mouth. As if ready to blow. Just waiting for the command of Allah to blow. And he will blow. 
The Prophet ﷺ said, how can I relax when such is the case? How can I? Imagine at this very moment, the angel has the trumpet right before him, about to blow. When? As soon as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands. Ready to blow. The day of judgment can literally begin within a second. The people asked, O Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what should we say? Meaning when the trumpet is blown, what should we say? He said, say, حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلُ تَوَكَّلْنَا عَلَى اللَّهِ رَبِّنَا That sufficient for us is Allah, and He is the best disposer of our affairs. And we put our trust in Allah, our Lord. So He's ever ready to blow the trumpet. On that day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power will be most evident. Isn't He Malik today? Yes, he is Malik today. Why is the day of judgment mentioned? That on that day, وَلَهُ الْمُلْكُ يَوْمَ يُنْفَخُ فِي الصُّورِ Why is this mentioned? Because his authority will be most evident at that time. Most clear at that time. Because in this dunya what happens? We know Allah is Malik. But when we see the Maliks before us, people, we forget Allah. This is why we get afraid of people instead of being afraid of Allah. So we obey them in disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We remember people and we forget Allah. But on the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power will be most manifest. So none will be able to reject it. And why is this mentioned? Over here? Because in the previous ayat, what has been mentioned? The futility of shirk. That how it's futile, it's useless. In the sense that if you worship others, Besides Allah, they cannot benefit you. They cannot harm you. They have no power or authority over you. And this ayah on the other hand, what does it show? The supreme power and authority of Allah. So why? Why should you leave Allah for others? Why should you turn to others and ignore Allah? No, remember Him. Turn to Him. Seek forgiveness from Him. Ask Him for help. And worship Him alone. Worship Him alone. Because ultimately, you come from Him and you go to Him. He knows your hidden side and your apparent side. He knows you inside out. He is fully acquainted with you. We'll listen to the recitation. قُلْ أَنَدْعُوا مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مَا لَا يَنفَعُنَا وَلَا يَضُرُّنَا وَنُرَدُّ عَلَى أَعْقَابِنَا وَنُرَدُّ عَلَى أَعْقَابِنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَانَا اللَّهُ كَالَّذِي اسْتَهْوَتْهُ الشَّيَاطِينَ كَالَّذِي اسْتَهْوَتْهُ الشَّيَاطِينُ فِي الْأَرْضِ حَيْرَانَ لَهُ أَصْحَابٌ يَدْعُونَهُ إِلَى الْهُدَأْتِنَا قُلْ إِنَّ هُدَى اللَّهِ هُوَ الْهُدَى وَأُمِرْنَا لِنُسْلِمَ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَأَنْ أَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَاتَّقُوهُ وَهُوَ الَّذِي إِلَيْهِ تُحْشَرُونَ وَهُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِالْحَقِّ وَيَوْمَ يَقُولُ كُنْ قَوْلُهُ الْحَقِّ وَلَهُ الْمُلْكُ يَوْمَ يُنْ 
السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ